025, as I mentioned, we'll be taking your calls shortly, 891 We'd like to hear your thoughts on just some of the issues that we are covering for you today. Now, our arts, culture and literature feature today, The Fatuous State of Severity, a collection of short stories. It's written by Pumani Bigoli. The book uh, is full of diverse stories that vary from the very relatable experiences of young black millennials to the profoundly absurd and jarring. The self-published book will be the author's debut. Pumani is a former multimedia journalist, playwright, aspiring filmmaker, and he's with me in the studio. Pumani, a very good uh, Afternoon to you. Hi, Tavisa. Thanks for having me. How how do you choose such a difficult um, genre? And I'm talking about short stories here in general. I I normally shy away from shy, uh, short stories because it's not every author who's able to you know to satisfy. Short stories are typically as as very nature short. So to come out with that feeling that I've had a complete story. How did you choose something so difficult? Um, funny that you say you shy away from short stories, stories because my first published short story was called To Shy Away in Silence. Uh-huh. Um, I choose short stories because I think no story is ever complete. And I think um, I really enjoy being able to cram as much action into as little space or time as possible because a lot does take um, a lot does take place over um, short spaces of time because we're such uh, complex people who have stories that we carry w- with us everywhere we go. So everything is already informed by preconceived notions and experiences. So that's why I think short stories are so much fun because you can literally do a short story and like four paragraphs but then the thing is do people get it i mean the uh, the response so far has been kind of cool um and it's probably because it's largely from my own um echo chamber um but a lot of people um have really enjoyed enjoyed the stories um that that have gotten the book so far Mm. I mean, look, I read some of them and I, I, I really did thoroughly enjoy them. And that's why I say, why did you choose something so difficult? Because as I say, sometimes you can come out of it and not quite fulfilled, like you, you didn't get the full tale. Yeah. But what when I read the the relatable part of it, um, the story about the young boy, sorry, I've, I read it uh, uh, a while ago. Boy. Yes. And, uh, you know... I, I love the way you draw it out in the sense that it's not immediately clear what it is that his older brother is trying to tell him. And we, when he keeps on saying to him, he's special. But um, I took it that being special, not so special, being black in a, a, a largely white suburban area. Is, did I get that right? Is that what you're trying to put across, part of it? A nail meathead. Um, it was just kind of... Uh a relatable experience that we we kind of went through growing up in the burbs in Pretoria. So um, that's why the Afrikaans school is there, for instance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the jacaranda trees, the purple, yes. the purple flowers. Um, so, yeah, that's a, a, you, you hit it on the head. Mm. But it was, it was beautifully written. So do you write more about your experiences or, or what young people out there could be going through, should be going through. And do you think you also achieved that generational mix in terms of being able to connect the various generations with your stories? Um, yeah, like uh, because the the stories are so varied, you get different people coming to you with different like stories that they, they like so much. So 
some people come up to me and they really like the the really absurd and surreal and and e- e- eerie stories and mm. ask me are you into horror and I'm like no I'm not into horror <laughs> um <laughs> and some people come up to me and they're like oh that emotional stuff like the emotional quality is like what I really enjoy I'm like okay cool and someone's just like dude what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> which one which story particularly people say what's wrong? <laughs> a hit doctor um i think a gentle mess tumbler mm-hmm. um birth pains and possibly let's pretend everything is not okay so let's talk about tumblers. What can what what can your readers expect? People for those. I mean, I just want you to give a bit of a teaser. Okay, cool. Imagine going on Tumblr for the first time and not expecting the many naked pictures that would flood your timeline, and then enacting that. So, yeah, let your imagination run wild. So I, I, I I'm imagining you've got experience. <laughs> <laughs> you've tested out Tumblr. <laughs> it's not good. But uh, so, w- did you go um, to get taught uh, on how to write, especially in, in in this kind of style? And what else are you exploring? exploring? I'm thinking going from uh, multimedia to this. Well, I've been writing since I was seven. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so this is a huge dream come true for me. Um, earlier on this year, I was, I was quite disappointed because I was nominated for the Kane Prize. Um, and all I wanted to do was get, make the shortlist because then I'd be validated as, <laughs> as a writer, as an author, as, you know, a fiction writer. I mean, that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's really pitching quite high. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, but, yeah. you know, there's always time to get that. No, for sure. But it also, I was disappointed in a, a friend of mine who's already a novelist, um, was like, dude, you don't need that validation to be able to write. And it took a long while for that to sink in. Mm. And um, so a couple of weeks ago, so I suffer from severe depression and anxiety. And about a month ago, a month and a half ago, I was admitted into a psych clinic where I worked on myself. And actually, this book was born of that. Um, instead of journaling, I was writing short stories. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. So that's, and I was like, well, actually, I can do this myself and let me self-publish. And... Then I came came to it, and when I came out, um, you know, I was moving um, at a very fast pace, and everyone was afraid that I was a bit manic. And um, but for the first time in my life, I was in, in charge of a project, and I was leading a group of people because it's a very collaborative project. I've actually got to give shout outs to to the people, um, the illustrators involved, um, some of South Africans' greatest yeah, talents. Seen, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and you know, I was, and everyone was like, aren't you moving a bit fast, a bit fast? And the only person who wasn't worried about my pace was my dad. And he was like, just do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to do it. And the the printing prices was were a lot cheaper than I expected. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. This is really going to happen. And I mean, a couple of weeks ahead of schedule, it, it came true. So Okay, so Pumlani, just very quickly, I know people can kind of sense that you are young. Do you want to tell us how old you are? Just to inspire young people out there. <laughs> I'm 28. There you go. So where can your book be found? Um, right now, actually tomorrow I'm going to be hosting a launch, um, a soft launch in Bramfontein at the Kalishnikov Gallery for First Thursdays, um, where the, the books time? will be available from 630 
Um, I don't want it shelved ever at exclusive books until they change their name to Ispaza Yengwati. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm still finding my distribution model, um, okay. but it's available freely as a PDF online. And we're going to share your information, your tweet to your Facebook page so people can just uh, read a little bit more about you. But thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure being, it's been a pleasure to speak to you. Pumlani, uh, Pumani Pikoli is the author.